This is MJ. Welcome back to another exciting issue of, or episode of, uh, King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows, where I'm talking about every single episode of Mobile Fighter G Gundam. This time I'm going to be out talking about episode 27 and uh, reviewing, analyzing, whatnot. Here's your review. It was a great episode. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Nothing major happened as far as... It's a great uh, instance of an episodic episode because it just has a little self-contained story with a, a little bit of an arc, um, you know, great character moments, and that's about it because that's all it really needs. So the episode starts off with Domoon and Rain. Uh, well, basically starts off... Anyway, doesn't matter. There is a really great moment, when, or a couple of great moments when they're at this market with Hoi and Ming getting... Uh, stuff for dinner, ingredients for dinner, groceries, if you will. And uh, Domun feels like he's being watched. Of course, he is being watched by uh, the boys, uh, Chan and whatever, the, who they call Cha for some reason in the dub, which I don't understand. Anyway, uh, so Cha and his buds, who are older than Hoi and Ming, are watching and looking at this uh, you know, Gundam fighter, and they're jealous of the fact that uh, Hoi does, in fact, know a Gundam fighter and gets to hang out with him and you know they're called friends in this exchange here um, but I think the the most entertaining part of it to me is that these kids are in way over their head uh, they start the episode talking about like power points and uh, or not power points but like the, there's this fight between uh, Zebra Gundam and Gundam Maxter and the kids are talking about you know the rankings of the power uh, as if everything is finite and as if like the human spirit and grit and determination and will doesn't have anything to do with success like you know of course because uh chibity crockett is one of the main series uh you know characters he's not going to get beat by the pilot of zebra gundam who i don't think we even ever see the guy who pilots zebra gundam i mean it could be a south african for all we know right um but it's it's funny because the kids they perceive the world in such a different way from, you know, Domun and Rain because of the virtue that they're kids. And I like that the episode, like, it's okay with that. That's kind of part of the episode is the difference between adults and kids. Um, there may even be a theme here about perception versus reality because uh, Chan, Cha, whatever, um, sees Domun as a weak Gundam fighter, and he erroneously believes in his, you know, childish arrogance, which is totally natural, that Domun is so weak as a Gundam fighter that he could replace him, and he could himself be a Gundam fighter, and that leads him to get into the Gundam, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, creates a tense situation and, you know, causes Domun to be injured, and it has all these other effects throughout the episode, but it's also kind of, uh, in the you know, issue there and the, the problem that's uh, created or generated, there's also a solution that Domino is able to use because he has a different perspective on matters and he's able to look at them w with like a wider view or a different view than like, you know, just Cha would have been able to look at on his own. Um, not that he was being called to, but just being more experienced and having richer a richer life to call upon, uh, Domino's able to use the experience from earlier to figure out a way to go ahead and beat uh, Shijima of Neo. India. If you're looking at the video version right now, it's switched to this great image of Shijima holding up his blade while Domun is paralyzed by his uh, cobra, which, interestingly enough, pretty much <laughs> turns out to be his strategy in the matches, um, which I guess they pointed out directly when Rain had her laptop open, but uh, I guess I didn't really catch it. The visual caught me when I watched it the first time through, uh, and then only I, I kind of skimmed it to uh, to grab some images for GIFs and, and whatnot, um, and I 
pick that up on the next version, on the next time I watched. But um, something interesting that I meant to say earlier and that I will say now is that this episode rides this really interesting line between like kid world and adult world um, because these kids are kind of getting caught up in this adult thing that they can't really deal with. Um, They don't really understand like... For instance, when Domun feels like he's being watched, it's actually Shijima who's watching him and not the boys. And he runs past them and it, it like, it just, it, he goes over their heads literally. And it's kind of symbolic of the uh, idea that he and Rain and everybody else are dealing with stuff so much beyond the kids. And that's not to, to take anything away from kids. It's just, it's just a fact, man. Um... I have kids, they don't get certain things, and that's okay, I still love them, and it doesn't mean they're dumb, it's just, that's not where they're at, and that's okay. Um, but, uh, just, this is a little bit of a tension, I'll try not to go too far into it, but I watched the first, like, 15 minutes of, uh, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which begins, if you don't know, in the past, and then catches up to the future, or Indy's present, I guess. Um, and it was a lot of fun, and it felt like a, like a good, clean boys' adventure, and uh, that's what I, that's the kind of the vibe I got from this. And like, I don't know that that should be a genre. And I watched it with my, uh, you know, eldest, who's a girl, and she enjoyed it um, pretty much. Uh, she was especially taken with certain elements of it, uh, which she reproduced because um, she's always crafting and making stuff. Anyway, uh, but it was really cool uh, that she was able to enjoy that with me. And I think the second one wandered into and she liked it. Um, as well, at least a bit of it. Uh, but like, it's just, it's fun and energetic and there's this, uh, great like spectacle to it. And like Williams music was fantastic. Anyway, I don't want to talk about last crusade. I want to talk about this show. Um, and you know, it's funny actually mentioning the music. Uh, some of the music seems incongruent with the scene. Like it has very mm, sensual, um, uh, like saxophone and stuff and a lot of jazz in the background uh, during certain scenes. And uh, there's like a lot of piano used even for like high tension situations which I know you can get from a piano because it's a string instrument and that's, you know, violin is the like from a Hitchcock slasher movie, Psycho. Anyway, so like I know strings can affect that kind of feeling um, and that music can do that but I find it funny that like Domun is just like casually working on the Gundam and then the kids are there and uh, there's like this you know sexy jazz music going on with the saxophone but maybe that's just because that's how saxophone reads to me um, but uh, yeah anyway so just kind of talking about uh, I mean that's just a bunch of generic stuff um, but I will say going back to that like spirit of fun and adventure that one of my favorite things from this episode was the fact that Domun dislocates his shoulder in order to get out of the uh, Cobra's bind, and uh, then he does a left-handed um, uh, burning finger, which was really cool. So, yeah, like I said, spectacle. There's spectacle in this show, and that's a lot of fun, but there's also, I mean, there's a whole range of things. Um, one last thing, and then I'm going to close out, is I found it very funny that uh, Rain kind of <laughs> comments that these children are Domun's friends. Like, it's a really, like, it kind of warms her heart. Um but at the same time, it also feels like, oh, this guy's, like, and I know I'm watching a children's television show and devoting, you know, hours, 20 hours or so to talking about it. Um, but, you know, I don't hang out with little kids except for my own. Um, and uh, I think it's a little weird when you do, when people do. Um, but Domin's 20, and I don't know. It's just, uh, it's kind of funny. It's pretty funny to me. Um, but I have talked about Domin kind of being this... Uh, man-child before, but that's not something I'm going to go into now. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. 
Uh, with a question, uh, does anybody find Shijima being a green-skinned Indian man? Like, is that problematic? Is that racist? Is that is there some cultural context I'm missing? I get that he's a snake charmer, but like, is he a snake man himself? I don't know. Anyway, uh, you can check out my other playlist for all the rest of uh, King Hearts, Queen of Sorrows. You can check out my Ultraman 2019 Netflix uh, anime review playlist. There's the 13 episodes there, one review for each episode. And uh, I've got lots of other stuff, tokusatsu reviews that I've done, comic book reviews, Star Wars comics. I'm working on those. And if you want to help support me and help fund my work, you can uh, donate to me at coffee.com slash MJ Munoz. Ciao.